And I worked more and more and more until I got better and better and better. And I sucked less and less and less. And there's too many of us that have this imposter syndrome. Like I can't start because I'm not good enough. Welcome to Bullish, where we talk about the journey and process to build ourselves and companies into multi-billion dollar people and brands. Currently, my business and investment funds have done tens of millions in revenue. And this is the documentation of the journey to scale to the billion dollar realm. All while we give back and do good in the world. My name is Bridger Pennington, and welcome to Bullish. Hey, hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. Now, as you know, we don't run advertisements on this channel. We just spread this by word of mouth. So if you can, please rate and review the show. If it's benefited your life anyway, please drop that down below. I actually love reading them. I love seeing what people say and share and stuff. So if you guys can, if this show has helped you in any way, shape or form, please rate and review and share this with a friend or two that may benefit their life. We do this just to help more people understand this game that we're playing. Thank you guys so much and we'll get back to the show. Today, I wanna to talk about imposter syndrome. A lot of us feel like we're not qualified or we don't deserve that money or that increase or charging a client a certain amount of money or that we're not good enough to go run a fund or a business. We're not the right guy. We're not there. We're, and a lot of us have this self-doubt or imposter syndrome of that what we tell ourselves is, oh, I've got to go to this school and then I will be X qualified or I've got to have this type of track record or degree or my uncle's got to approve of me or my mom's got to finally tell me that I'm worth something, whatever it is. We have a lot of these, this baggage that we hold in the back of our brains. And what's funny enough is typically even people that have the credentials, quote unquote, on paper credentials, typically in our group, I have 55,000 students, by the way, in our group community around the world. And I get to talk to them all the time. And what's funny is I, I'll talk to people that have the, in my brain, the credentials. Hey, I went to this Ivy League school. I actually worked on Wall Street for a little bit or I have whatever experience XYZ, I've done a few deals, and they still say, well, I'm not qualified to run a fund yet. And I go, really? Well, what would qualify you? Well, I would need 30 years, or I need 40 years experience. I only have 10 years experience. I should have 20 years experience. I go, okay, maybe, but maybe there's something inside of you that's just scared to take the leap, to take the jump. So today I wanna to talk about this whole concept of being paid what you're worth or what you're not worth, and imposter syndrome, at least my process through this. Now I want to tell you a quick story. This is when we first started fund launch. So we first started fund launch. Uh, we were the plan. I was running a, a fund at the time, a debt fund. We were launching a course to help people, um, learn about funds. And the course was pretty cheap. It was $47. It's a small course that we launched and people were loving it. We got such good feedback. We we're like, this is amazing. It's opened up my eyes. I'd learned stuff that I've never learned before. And these were people by the way, that were, had done, like I'd gone to an Ivy league school. I had worked on these cool places and I'd never been taught the intra workings of fund mechanics and how they're built because no one teaches this online. Like no one teaches funds. And so, which is kind of cool. And I think that's why we've stood out and had, we have a lot of followers and people that come to us because like, we're the only ones that do this. So anyways, we were selling this thing. It was $47 and Mason, my business partner is like, Hey, for the heck of it, let's just throw on a little bonus order bump. If people want it, they can book a one-on-one -on -one call with Bridger for $500 just for fun. And he's like, if somebody booked it, would you take a call? I'm like for 500 bucks. Sure. Like that sounds amazing. Like, <laughs> Let's just see what happens. And, and our whole premise was if someone didn't get value, we just refund them. So it was like, Hey, if someone paid 500 bucks and hopped on a call and they didn't like it, I'll just refund them completely. No big deal. And so I was like, okay. So we launched this. I'm like, I'm, I'm a hundred percent confident. No one is ever going to click that button. Right. Then it's $47 for these courses. We're selling these courses and we're like, cool, this is awesome. And then someone bought for $500. And I remember Mason like text McBridger dude, someone just bought the, the upsell. And I was like, no, they didn't. That's probably a mistake. 
And he's like, no, he just scheduled a call for you for next Tuesday. I was like, huh? And I was like, crap, like, what am I going to say on this call? I've never done a call like this before. I've never had someone pay me, especially $500 for an hour call with me on the phone. Like, what am I going to say? How is this person going to even, I was like, no, let's just cancel calls. And Mason's like, Bridget, you got to take the call. Take the call. At least do the call. And at the end, if it wasn't worth it, just refund them the money, but at least take the call. So I said, okay, I'll do it. And I am, I can't remember how old I was, but you know, early twenties, not kind of mid twenties at the time. And I take this call and I hop on this with this guy and he's twice my age and we hop on. I go, Hey, how's it going? He goes, Bridger, I've been waiting to talk to you. Oh, I was like, really? You've been, you've been wanting to talk to me. Like, holy crap. He goes, I'm so happy I could book a one-on-one call with you. I'm so happy. Are you still good for today? I was like, uh, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm free. <laughs> I've got five hours if you want it for 500 bucks. That sounds awesome. I got as much time as you need, buddy. Like whatever you need. And I, and I, and I had built through, I built these framework stuff that we'd potentially talk about. And I thought, okay, um, let's just dive in. I said, well, let's just start with you though. What, where are you at in your business? Give me some background on you. And then let's dive, whatever questions you got, let's dive into them. I said, I got some questions for you, but let's just start with you. And we hopped on the call and I was nervous. I was like, okay. And he starts telling me about his fund and his business. And then he started to ask me questions about his, what he should do and how I raise money and stuff. And funny enough, like he asked me, let's just say 10 questions and eight of the 10 questions, I actually had a pretty good answer for. And I was like, huh, that was actually pretty good. And then the two questions I didn't have an answer for, I said, Hey, uh, I'm going to write these two questions down. Give me, you know, give me your email or whatever. In a couple of days, I'll message you back about those answers. He said, okay, that'd be phenomenal. So we answer, I answered these eight questions from him and it actually went pretty good. And I did the call and I was like, huh, wow. And the guy at the end was pretty grateful. He said, Bridget, this has been a great call. You've moved, you've shifted things for me. Thank you so much. I was like, holy crap. And I'm like, I, call, I called Mason after. I was like, dude, he seemed pretty happy about the call. Like, it, like that was pretty good. And then the next day we got another person that booked a $500 call, call. And then another person and another person. And in the course of two or three weeks, we, I, there was like, I don't know, seven people that had booked a call for $500 to meet with me. And each call, yeah, I kind of sucked a little bit, but I sucked less and then a little bit less and then a little bit less till I actually kind of got a little bit good at these. And I felt kind of confident by the seventh or eighth call or 10th call. I was like, man, I'm actually doing not that bad. You know, like this is, this is actually pretty good. And so I, and what was funny was people started to like ask my opinion. It didn't matter if the person was twice my net worth or older than me, or maybe even they'd worked on wall street for 10 years. I had a few interesting nuggets that they hadn't heard before things about funds that they hadn't heard before. And yeah, over the course of what's called 50 calls, there was a handful that I really didn't help the person out. And I, I think I offered like, Hey, I'll just send you the money back. I don't think I helped you that much in this call. Let's just send you the money back. No big deal. But what's cool is it built this confidence in me of like, oh, I can do this. This is actually working. And I worked more and more and more until I got better and better and better. And I sucked less and less and less. And there's too many of us that have this imposter syndrome. Like I can't start because I'm not good enough. My sister-in-law over the weekend, she's like, I'm not an expert. I told her she was an expert in mom, family chef. She does stuff online. It's really cool. And I said, no, I said, you're an expert. She's like, no, I'm not, I'm not an expert. And I said, well, you're an expert to me. Because I'm, I'm pretty much, when it comes to kids and like emotional intelligence is what she teaches online, I was like, guess what? I'm like a two out of 10, okay? And I, maybe you're a six or a seven out of 10. You're not quite an, an eight or nine or 10, but you're a seven. I'm a two. You can, you're definitely an expert to me and you can teach me a ton of stuff. And she's like, oh yeah. 
And I said, well, you're an expert in my brain. At least you're an expert. Yeah, I know you don't have a PhD, whatever in this field, but you're qualified enough to do this. And she's like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So people that are in this game, and, and this can be not just for coaching businesses, but across the board, um, knowing your worth and where you're at. Now it goes both ways. I'm going to share a different example here. I had an employee that came to me and, uh, cause people have been heard on podcasts, know your worth and always justify your cost and you're worth way more than you think. Well, yeah, guess what? I believe Bridger Pennington is going to be a billionaire one day. Okay. To be a billionaire, you have to make $76,000 a day for 31 years. So I believe I'm going to be a billionaire. People hear these things like I'm worth so much, but if I took those days and I justified my business partners and I said, Hey, I'm, I'm worth $76,000 today. Every day you got to start paying me. My business partner would laugh at me. No, you're not. But what happens is like someone like Jeff Bezos front loads the work like crazy. They get, they practice in private for years and actually don't make a lot of money for years. And then it compounds effects. And all of a sudden they're making huge gobbles of money year after year after year. And for years, they got paid little to zero compared to what they get paid today. And so I have, I had an employee that came in that was trying to, he was trying to justify his net worth to me. Bridger, I'm worth, he was like, I'm worth, you know what? I've charged clients in the past like $400, $500 an hour to work with me. That's my consulting fee. I said, okay, uh, great. And he said, Bridger, I, I only take a salary. I only, I, I need to be paid like 400 bucks an hour to work for you. I said, okay, um, okay, well, why is that? And he tried to justify to me. I said, okay. I said, well, how about this? If you're really worth that, that means the marketplace has told you and actually paid you for that. So I'm actually totally willing to pay you what you're worth. However, you need to show me your tax returns from last the last two years. And I don't have to show me the whole thing, but just show me the number of how much money you made last year. And what we're going to do is we're going to divide that by 2,000 hours. That's about the typical year, how much hours you spend in a year. It's about 2,000 hours working. If you work 40 hours a week for 50 hours uh, or 50 weeks a year. We'll take your salary and we'll divide it by 2,000. If it comes out to $450, I will pay you $450 for your time because the market has told me you're worth that. And he was like, he kind of shuddered a little bit. Well, I don't want to show you that. And I said, well, no, it's pretty, it's a pretty simple math. I said, for example, you know, if you made $150,000 last year, you divide that by 2,000, that's only $75 an hour is your hourly rate at 150 grand a year. So for you to, you know, justify $400 an hour. So let's just do 400 times 2000. That means you made $800,000 last year. And if you actually made $800,000 last year, I will happily pay you $400 an hour. And he kind of grumbled and he didn't want to. And, and I said, well, let's, let's pull your tax returns. And he's like, no, I'm not going to show those to you. And it was obvious that he hadn't made that much money the last two and any year of his life but he was trying to justify to me what the market wasn't worth. And I said, the market just hasn't said you're worth that much. And I said, I said, dude, you're going to probably be worth hundreds of millions of dollars one day. However, today the market doesn't value you at that. And you've got to pay the price of today, taking a lower than what your worth is today. So you can build the credibility, build the base so that one day you can compound to where you're going to be. So does that make sense? He says, yeah, it makes sense. And I said, hey, and we found a price that was reasonable in that range. And I said, hey, I'm, I'm totally willing to raise your price and whatever and go from there. But don't come to me with this BS that you're worth $10,000 an hour when in reality, you haven't ever made that in a year. And I share this example of two, two edges of the sword, knowing your, knowing your worth and charging what you're worth, not having imposter from where you're at, but also understanding this is a, this, we're playing the infinite game of life. 
Stop putting things in finite windows. Like I got to make this much next year. I got to make this much this next month. Think about how much you're going to make over your lifetime. And if you could drive a career, a trajectory over a lifetime, it can do massive things for you. Hey, hey, what's going on, people? Hope you're enjoying the show. This is Bridger Payton here. So if you like the show so far, if you're more of a visual learner, we actually post almost all of these to YouTube. So if you go look me up, Bridger Pennington on YouTube, we're there. We actually have a ton of different content on funds and different business structure and strategy stuff that we kind of don't touch on on the podcast, but are more visual based stuff. So if you're a visual learner, go to YouTube and go check me out, Bridger Pennington on YouTube. With that, we'll get back to the show. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully this is helpful. Share it to somebody if it was helpful. Y'all are awesome.